0: Well, welcome everybody back to the Scaling Creative Podcast. This is a whole different setup. We are, uh, you know, quarantined and everything. So we're going to do this podcast a little bit differently and we're doing it via Zoom. So first of all, thanks for listening or watching. And hi, everybody. Welcome to the, the digital uh, <laughs> podcast here.
1: <laughs> we are out here.
0: <laughs> Does everybody have their hand sanitizer out just in case we... Uh, we look a little closer than six feet in the boxes <laughs> but hopefully we're okay everybody has their own even right. the spray bottles but yes. man what a what a crazy time that we are in right now this is such, right. a, such a weird a weird feeling like not being not being
2: yeah, weird, I don't I don't really like it weird, everybody.
0: It's, it's it's odd
3: it's like great weather outside well not great but it's been raining but Yesterday was nice.
0: I know. And yet you couldn't do anything. But
3: we can't go outside.
0: It's a, it's a, weird, it's a weird time for sure. One, one of the things I want to touch about right away, the, the po- point of this podcast is going to be talking a little bit about working from home and the unique challenges and also some of the things that I think can help productivity when it comes to working at home. But right away, I think the interesting thing about this whole like shift in what we're currently forced to do is thinking about like how it will affect and change the mindset of businesses in general, or will it moving forward? Because a lot of, you know, there's so many jobs that when you think about them, you think people could possibly work from home. They maybe think they'd be more productive at home, less productive at home. There are people that would love to work at home, others that don't. Everybody in this like forced working from home environment, it'll be interesting to see how companies evolve or change coming out of it. Because Mm -hmm. it'll be obviously every industry is different some industries i think can function really well with this type of setup others probably it's a little trickier i know it's a little bit trickier for us because obviously we have hard drives and things in in a universal location so it's a little trickier but what are your thoughts like don't it'll be interesting right to see what happens after this like whether companies are like
1: man this this was actually way better <laughs> i just think i think it's interesting how like company to see how companies are first of all like reacting initially you know i think it's an interesting thing to see like how certain companies initially take this news or how they're initially reacting in the moment but then i think it's really going to take those like creative mindset business owners that the ones that really can think outside the box like how can we serve our clients like through something like this because it's like such a weird time as like we're all saying but i just think it's it's going to be the creative ones the people that are not afraid of like change you know the ones that we always talk about that are not romantic to like an idea like it's you can quickly see like for example the restaurants or whatever that never devoted any time to an app never devoted any time to like take out those delivery like the ones that are just like ah people will always come because that's just what always has happened you know and now all of a sudden it's like whoa no they're not you know and so that's just a small example of like companies that like already were thinking outside of the box before even having to be forced to um i just think it's really cool to see what kinds of companies uh will come out the other end and and actually like almost utilize this time to like really really make further take further steps in this direction of like Mm -hmm. online and and that kind of thing
2: i definitely think it's harder for some than others like Depending on what profession you're in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the school teachers or the speakers that we know, I mean, their events were all canceled and that's what they live on. so, you know, it's a little different for them because like it's harder for them to think of things to do, you know, during this time to be more creative than others. Others, it's like, oh, we have a to-go service. So let's just do that this time.
0: And I so think I think also, piece though, piece. It, this is a mm-hmm. unique situation like in the current because if it was just simply like, okay, over time, you can see that less live events are happening or different things, you kind of can naturally adapt your business for a change, right? Like we're changing to more of an online type of, of service with people buying things. So companies can naturally change. When something like this happens, it's really tricky because y- you didn't really even you didn't even get to prepare for it so you're almost instantly forced into well what can we do you know if if two years from now there's less people attending live events just because of you know recession or whatever there's ways that you can innovate and okay well can you do online seminars online keynotes all that this is just tricky i think for a lot of businesses because it was like overnight or it feels like that so you're kind of like being forced into instantly taking actions on things and it's just it's really really tricky
4: and it's it's really a good wake-up call i think for a lot of companies because those really strong strategic minds in business they always think with the mindset of worst case scenario Mm -hmm. and those that can think worst case scenario and see farther in the future Those are the ones that future-proof themselves as they get into situations. So these companies that have been preparing, have been training, this is a good wake-up call for when we get through this, what's going to be the next crisis, and how can we prepare for that? Uh, Very similar to what happened with 9-11. They weren't expecting that, yet they made it through it, yet they were preparing for the next you know next crisis right. that were to hit, and those were the ones that and it you know everybody came out stronger, mm-hmm. so it's just realizing that you have to you have to learn from what's going on right now as a business
0: yeah yeah, and, and definitely thinking about like you said what, what happens if this if this happens again, and I think there are some industries no question that this can really hurt one of the one of the ones that I think about a lot is. Is literally the brick and mortar, like retail stores, because as that was already declining like crazy. And mm-hmm. now that everyone's even more gonna start to do everything on Amazon, these different platforms, the people that weren't even doing it as much before, but now are doing it full time, are gonna realize just the convenience of certain aspects of those. So it's really unfortunate for some of those businesses because. It was already tough times, and now it's kind of your your you know the mistake Toys R Us made you know of of not doing it themselves and letting people shop online for those things put them out of business because they kind of let people see how much easier it was to do it (laughs) in other platforms. So it is kind of a bummer for certain aspects of those businesses, but really all this does kind of is I think a little bit show kind of what the future of a lot of these things are I think companies will probably realize through apps like this, like Zoom and video conferencing and go do meetings and all these different things that there is a whole lot of time wasted on traveling and so many things that probably you don't need to waste so much time on, and maybe mm-hmm. they'll realize that this can be a big a big profit saver for them to hey, why were we sending people to these different spots to meet all the time when you could have done it for You know, online a lot quicker and cheaper. Mm -hmm. So it will be kind of interesting. But obviously, one of the tricky parts about the adjustment for a lot of people of working from home is that... It's so different, right? It's so different on a lot of levels. One of them I think a a tough one is from the productivity standpoint. Some people have a spot they can kind of just go to and it's super quiet and they already have kind of had a home office. Other people are kind of forced into this, like this just sudden new reality that even though it's not at all ideal, they kind of don't have an option. Mm -hmm. So you know, Josh, I know that you obviously work from home a lot. So you kind of have a little setup and I have a home a home office setup from when I used to do it as well. But what are your, what are, what's been some of the challenges so far for some of you suddenly working at home other than the train that just drove by, Ben? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, for me, me being a new and working at home, this is like the first time I've ever had the chance to work from home because I've always... In my professional career, I've always had the opportunity to get in my car, go to another place, an office, warehouse, wherever, to work Um, and adapting to this new working at home lifestyle. I I had to come by very quickly and figure out like my workflow, okay, get dressed, get prepared like I'm leaving no matter what and get my setup going and find exactly how I work at home rather than being in an office, being somewhere else, wherever. And um, adapting to that was definitely difficult at first, but I definitely got used to it very quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is different. I mean, it's that that's what I think is the hardest thing is people don't realize how much their brain is kind of triggered by getting in your car, shifting this mindset that you're going into work and waking up and getting ready that your your brain just runs on this autopilot that you suddenly, when you are in the same place working as you just woke up from and were you know, having a nice lazy morning, whatever. It's like trying to trigger your brain. Hey, I'm not doing what I normally do, but I need you to wake up and be in <laughs> in work mode.
2: I find that it's helpful. Like the beginning of this week, I Thought to myself, we cannot treat this like a Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to be here like it's a Saturday, but I have to wake up at the same time, do the same morning routine. Like I'm going to leave at the same time I do to go to the office. Yeah. I have to eat the same breakfast, have the coffee, you know, and it can't change from like your weekly routine. And then it'll feel a little bit more like normal, even though you're still at home. (laughs) And I think just trying to cut down on distractions and everything Mm -hmm. is also a big, a big part of it.
0: Yeah, because that's the, I think the hard part is you, you can easily get into just a different shift in your schedule because you can, because you're home that you also can get yourself in big trouble when the time comes to go back into an office. If you set up all these unnatural habits for yourself, like, people that oh well I'll just you know finish that later and I'll just do that and I'll spend a little bit extra time today with hanging with the family because they're up or whatever but you start to naturally shift all these things and then suddenly when you're back to like a nine to five type of setup your brain is almost screwed up the opposite way if you're not careful (laughs) by being like wait a second I actually know I have to start right at that time and I have to end right at this like it's it's weird
4: and and if the adjustment when somebody is used to working out at, at a gym and they go to a gym and they're motivated because they see other people working out and it drives them. But then when, which is a real case scenario where some people have to work out at home, mm-hmm. they don't have that accountability. It's like with two, you know, uh, with two headlights, they actually, uh, you know, similar, uh, when they're separate, they don't shine as far, but the energy when they're on at the same time, they actually shine farther. So when you're by yourself, you don't have the activity around you to motivate you to keep you going. And that can be a challenge for many people.
0: Yeah, I mean, even as something as simple as, you know, if you're getting ready to go for the gym and you normally put your shoes on and put a certain outfit on, but now you can work out and no one's seeing you, so you can essentially do it Maybe with no shoes or in pajamas. It's like it's a whole different thing. You're trying to program your brain to be okay with that. What was normal is not anymore. So it's mm-hmm. it's definitely interesting. And yeah, it's just I don't know how how are how are you adapting there, Pablo?
1: Yeah, I've always. I mean, I've always struggled with working from home. I think it's something that, like, even like when I'm sick, like like before this whole thing, like I would even just like some days, like I was sick or whatever, I told Scott like, hey. I'm working from the office today or whatever. And even that alone was annoying to me. Cause I just, I love like Ben just said, like I love going, getting up, going somewhere and like making that my workspace. And then like, and and so I've always kind of struggled with that. In this particular case, I haven't had an issue. Like I've I have a little area, you know, where I work right now, and and I've been able to focus because my wife's also working across from me for her work. So so we have like kind of our both like we're like in work, you know what I mean? Even though like our puppy every once in a while wants to play, but we're like listen, yeah. like be cool. But but no, so we we it's been fine, I think. But the biggest issue that I've actually been finding, and my wife as well for her work, is because our space is smaller so we don't have a house we have a we live in an apartment and so our dining room table which is in the middle of everything Mm -hmm. is our workspace and so the problem with that that we found is that sometimes we'll finish up work at like our normal time and then i'll find myself like an hour later after dinner's kind of done and like i'm not really doing anything because there's nowhere to go right now i'm like let me just go finish up that edit right there. Because right, or, or,
0: you, or, you never have to shut your computer. Because anyway. my computer's
1: yeah. open. It's literally where I left it mm-hmm. an hour ago. And so like I literally last night, I found myself, it was like 10, 15 and I was like, why am I still working? I was like, I'm yeah. not, I am I was like, you know, because I just, it's all there, it's right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and because I have no separation, it's almost like, I have no separation. I have nothing else to do because there's no gatherings. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just the craziest <laughs> scenario. So I, it's kind of been weird where I I find myself, I'm great, I'm excited for when this is over, because then I will have separation again. Like, I thankfully, I love what I get to do for workplace. But it's just like, it is actually good to disconnect and to be with the family and to have, you know, workout time and all these things. But right now, it just all feels like one big ball of like, everything. And I think
0: that's also, you know, the whole the whole situation currently makes it way worse, I think, for people to just be able to kind of work 24 hours a day, because it's like, honestly there's nothing there is nothing else to do not so, really so it's kind of not even really exactly the situation normal. would yeah. be if you mm-hmm. were working from home but actually could go anywhere because you'd be easier to close your laptop and go hang out with friends or go do something now it's sure. kind of like well if i don't work literally, I, what else can i watch on netflix
1: <laughs> kind of thing
0: <laughs> there's yeah. there's just there's nothing I almost,
2: else i almost took my laptop to starbucks the other day. I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. I'll just go work from home from Starbucks, but guess Wait. what?
0: And then they no. jumped on you with like yeah. with their
4: masks outside. I could
2: sit like, in the parking no. lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: I, I've actually been working from home for the last two years, and I went from a 20 to 30 minute drive every single day to 12 feet. That's mm-hmm. my, <laughs> the only traffic I had was the cat that was getting in my way because I didn't feed her. And it was a huge transi- huge transition, and it took me a lot longer because I was trying to first first figure out what I was gonna do, and but I think that once you, I think the routine, once you build the routine, uh, as far as what you were saying, Pablo, uh, and I know Scott does this too, but I have a a shutdown procedure every single night where I will shut down my computer. And, and all my computers, I'll shut down this one, the ones over there, and I just completely shut them down. I'll actually turn off my phone for at least two hours when I'm done, just to distance myself, because I know right past that door is my family. And I want to make sure that, so that keeping that routine is really, really, and it, it, it takes you some time to adjust to it. But it's, once you get into it, I, I've seen a lot of benefits from it.
0: And I think it's also a two-way communication. When I used to work from home as well, helping your spouse or whoever you live with to also respect your work time. Because I think that that's very, very important because in the same way that you want to try to turn off and go spend time with them, it can be really easy. I That was big issue when I first started with even like the kids. You know, when you have little kids, when you're home in your home office or anything, you're, you're home to them. They don't know the difference. So trying to get like my wife to understand, trying not to let the kids distract me, not to even let her distract me unless something is needed, because you do have to try to fight that balance of you are always home, but you can't really always be home. And especially in your situation too, Pablo, it's like, obviously you don't have kids, but you're mm. in the same room together. So it can be tricky to kind of, Hey, like, don't talk to me for a while. We're just both working, even though you're kind of looking at <laughs> looking at each other while it's actually happening. But I do think the the communication between people in your environment is really important to get them to understand. Like, even if you have some sort of, you know, the back in the day, the on air button, the on air light they used to turn on <laughs> for TV things, something that kind of triggers to them. Hey, when I'm in this mood, similar to what we do in an open office concept, is just you sometimes have to like put headphones on to get people to realize I'm in, I'm in my zone and I can't be distracted. Or else yeah. it can be really, really easy.
4: I have a on that. I have a do not disturb sign on my door. And and I also have a you may enter. Uh, on, on my door because they know when the do not disturb, that means I'm deep in an edit or yeah. I'm a phone call and they know not not to go in there. Not, be, they'll, not because they'll get any discipline or anything. Right. Just because they know that I need to focus and it's a mutual agreement that we have.
0: Exactly. And that's what I think is just important. It's just the conversation in both directions of respecting it. And then being good enough to, like you said, turn off so that they do get some of your time. So they don't feel like they have to come in at 9 p.m. because you never stopped working either.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it really is helpful, though, like when you do either have a house or like a big enough space that you can have separation. Yeah, like for sure. Like if you have a home office per se, like right now I'm like envying that. I'm like, man, the day I have a house and I can have my own, like you know little office in the basement or the third floor or something you know far away where cuz like right now it's like our offices are just so close yeah. cuz it's it's a small you know it's not our apartments aren't big usually so especially ours isn't huge and so it's it's nice in the sense of like you know we like it for us and just us and our dog it's fine but like in a situation like this I'm like man like when I get a house office like yeah. it would like I'm so excited for that so I think for people watching maybe like even like doing your best to just like find a little space in your space that is just work yeah. um for situations like this might be the best thing that you can do because i'm noticing that even like for me that separation of getting up getting in the car and going it's like okay even if that happens in a house like <laughs> yeah of getting up and leaving to a new space like that really is helpful so something i'm definitely envying and i'm excited to get one day for sure because this situation, well, hopefully the situation doesn't happen again. But <laughs>
0: yeah. well, what I do Who- want to talk about a little bit are some tips of how people can stay more productive in their environment. I just, I just kind of put out a video the other day about this because I was thinking about that of trying to, because I think a lot of people have asked me that kind of thing before. Like, how do you stay productive at home? So I want to go over kind of a couple tips and get your feedback on them and also a- any additional tips that you may have. The first one I said, and Ben just touched on it, but I think it's super important if you work from home to get dressed like you're going to work. I think this is something that people don't realize how much your brain is triggered by. There there was a time when when I first was like building a side hustle that it would be easy to kind of just stay in bed and take the laptop out and just prop pillows up and sit there and just work in your pajamas because it was like, well, it's easy. It's so comfortable. It's just easy. Why would I ever? But it's unbelievable how much different I think your brain just naturally functions when you don't feel like you're actually preparing for a job. And even if you're in a job that you never even have to interact with people, obviously Mm -hmm. we don't have a dress code to our office. So everything we're wearing now we wear to the office anyway. So we don't dress up, but we also don't dress in pajamas. So it's, I think that that's a tip that a lot of people, I think, underestimate. Would, Would you guys agree?
1: Definitely yeah.
4: agree. It's a uniform, just yeah. like if you're working out. If even if you work out at home, if you put out in the uniform, the workout outfit, you'll feel like you're working out. So it's very mm-hmm. important to put on put on your whatever you would normally wear. That's uh, very important. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and they would say too, right? You dress dress for the job that you want, not just the job that you have, which yep. is uh, obviously in some in. In our instance, we don't really have strict dress codes. So even if you like the job you're at, you don't really have to wear anything fancy. But I think it's just a good, uh, good thing to think about. Second thing, and we're going to kind of bounce right, I forget exactly what I had, but was definitely realizing that distractions are so much harder when you're in a home office than they are elsewhere. And so I think it's important to try to set up your workspace in what feels like the, the most creative environment for you but also an environment that doesn't have distractions similar to how your office would like a lot of people will mm-hmm. naturally set up on their living room table and their tvs in front of them and they have you know something on netflix on and if you don't normally have that in your in your actual office you're asking for disaster because you have all these things that can distract you now because you add kids you add a family you add a tv you add something that's that you can see at a corner of your eye, depending on the view outside. There are so many things that can trigger distraction. And so for me, I think it's important to kind of eliminate distractions, just visually. Put yourself in a situation that you can't get distracted in the same way that you would in your office. If you have a big, huge window in your office and you look out and you see cars flying by all the time, try to find a window in your house that is similar, just so that you can kind of feel the the same energy that you do when you're actually there.
1: I've, yeah i've actually found that to be really effective so the first day we did this the whole like self-quarantine thing i was facing i was up against the, a, a like a wall my back was to the wall and i could see everything in front of me like the rest of my house like if my dog walked by like all this stuff and then i was like i quickly was like man i'm looking up a lot more than i normally would you know like this just i just because when things move you look which is how it works <laughs> so it's it's you know so i just was like let me just like move like what if I just reposition myself the other way and so now I'm actually facing the wall and it sounds horrible but like nothing moves on the wall so it's, right. it's like it's a lot easier to actually just repositioning myself to like not be distracted in that way like I still have natural light it's coming just now instead of from front of me it's coming from the side and and I you know so it's easier if I actually just literally reposition myself so now all I see or like Cause it's amazing what happens with your peripherals. You just, the minute something moves or shiny, you just look, but like if you're looking down and you have headphones in like, and there's the wall in front of you, you don't see anything. And so I think just even small things like you're just saying, Scott, like just repositioning yourself and just being mindful of those things. Uh, especially when you're not in your normal office right. setup or whatever it is you do. Um, I've noticed that to be really helpful. in even just a few days of this whole self quarantining type setup. Yeah yeah what else
0: anything else in from the workspace side of things that has helped that has helped you josh how do you have your desk set up
4: i'm constantly actually changing it um same I, way it I i i put it I, so uh, i think that creativity is a your environment is a huge spark of your creativity so over time i have continued and that's the benefit from having your own office is I'm yeah. constantly changing things to spark my creativity and make it different so not really not with one particular setup so it's taken a while this setup that I have right now seems to be with my books with with my my music with things that inspire me all around the office that has helped me and even if if you're at your current work, you should do that as well. Even mm-hmm. if you are working uh, at a physical location as well, you should always do that. So, But just keeping it the, something that inspires you, that keeps you moving, and eliminating things that will make you think of other things or distract you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it kind of goes into the, the next point, which is kind of the counter of that, actually, like you were speaking of, is... is there are a lot of people that during this situation are loving the idea of being able to work from home and they're hoping that the situation is able to stay that way so they can keep working. So, I do think that it's important to look for ways that you can actually be more productive at your house, whether it's or more creative if you're creative, by if you normally don't have natural light and now you do, and you, it makes you so much more creative, so much more productive, it actually can give you good, like, leverage to even have conversations possibly when this all blows over of hey we had to work from home for a month and I feel like I did some of my best work there and maybe they agree. And so looking for ways to actually inspire creativity in your place is also a good thing to do. And the same way that you want to eliminate distractions, if you have an amazing home setup or so much natural light that you're not used to and it makes you better and more productive I think there are going to be people that go back to their office that day and be like, man, I really miss my big window or really miss this. And their bosses may be like, you know what? If you feel like you work better there, I'm willing to keep that going. So it's kind of like both sides. You can, <laughs> I think you kind of can get some leverage point there if you do great work during this time.
3: It could also be maybe some good indicators for like, uh, this is the way I was thinking of it, is that, you mentioned like more natural light at home. If you were more productive while at home with all that natural light, that could be like a good indicator. You can go to like your boss or something and say, Hey, I was more as a boss see like, Hey, this person was more productive. Like, Hey, what was making you more productive? Like what, what, like what was your setup exact home setup looking like?
0: No, it's definitely, uh, it, it, it is interesting though. Cause I think everyone's inspired by different things. There are some people that, love editing in like these dark dungeon feels like that's just the vibe they like I don't know how I don't function that way at all but there are people that I think without question actually do better in a home environment so uh, yeah it's silly not to uh not to take advantage of that if you can
2: I'm a lot less freezing here (laughs) than in the (laughs) office (laughs) nobody can judge me with the amount of blankets
0: that's right (laughs) You probably keep your heat at like 75. <laughs>
2: it's like 80.
0: No, oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's off right now because it's, you know, it's spring. So yeah, it's,
4: it's, it, spring. This is
0: a, it's spring and we can't get out.
4: This is a really good opportunity for many people because there's two different uh, scenarios. If somebody that's not usually, they, this would never work for them. They may have like a side hustle that they've always wanted to take advantage of. And now is the time to be able to take advantage of it. And the first thing that they say when you lose a job and you're looking for a job, you should work the same amount of hours, but put that into actually finding a job. So if you take, if you're stuck at home and you're used to working 40 hours, you should still be working 40 hours, even if you're not making any money from it, because on the other side of this, they they will see the value and they will see the work that you've been putting into it. And Mm -hmm. it's just... It's just a, another way to set yourself apart, make yourself different. Is say, I'm not going to let this stop me and my passions and my desires. I'm going to keep going at this and, and you can create amazing work.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I agree. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the tools and different things that we use throughout this time. Obviously, a lot of companies are going to be using some tools they might have not before, but we kind of have most of the tools we use still the same other than zoom. We obviously have been using a lot more than than normal, but some of the most productive tools that you found have helped you if there's any different tools that you've been using since you've been at home, but we use kind of slack for all our internal communication things, which is, which we really, really love. We really do not like email very much. So we, um, or let me rephrase that. We don't like, we don't like email at all internally,
1: so it's just a matter of we obviously do no, with
2: clients. Actually, which is no let problem.
1: me let me reframe that. If you email Scott, you yes. won't get an answer <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> internally.
0: If clients internally do respond, because obviously they're not on our Slacks, but right, you're lucky yes, if you're it's, a client. yeah it's that, <laughs> that, is, that is not happening. That's the only and one. then we use Asana for a lot of task-based management stuff, but I think it it does hopefully give people the opportunity to see that there are some really, really good tools that should be used to, because there are some companies that probably aren't using as many digital tools as they should, just because they might just have some sort of setup there and it becomes really tricky and exposes you really bad when you aren't in, in person anymore. If you suddenly have a lot of tools that are kind of more catered to that environment. Some yeah. industries, like we said, are completely fine remote. Some are a lot trickier but looking for opportunities to find new tools, I think is is definitely something that that can be that can be helpful because there are some really good tools out there for yeah. people.
3: It could innovate or it can innovate businesses to create new tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where the competition for Slack or any other applications for work might not be out there, but this epidemic happening, everybody working from home might spark that fire in that one company that creates a competitive brand or whatever application that everybody adapts in two years from now or or whatever.
4: Well, look at at Zoom. Zoom stock has risen 78% Mm -hmm. because they just decided to give everybody free and then everybody's on it and they're like, wow, this is really cool. So at the end of the crisis, everybody's still going to be on Zoom. They're going to see how valuable it is and they really provided a need for everyone and they, uh, they responded to it.
0: Yeah, that's what I just did a video all about. Just put it out on LinkedIn actually it was just that reality that, you know, six months ago, they didn't know that everyone that they were going to be the number one app in the entire app store right now above TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, everything. They're number one. They didn't plan on that. They, they would have loved to know that was going to happen, but it kind of went into the, the whole point of the video, which was they now got the golden opportunity to show people what their product is yep. and how they handle it and how they respond to that golden opportunity. We all are all going to get an opportunity at one point or another to get in front of our audience at the right time. And if we get the opportunity, what do we do with it? I think is the big thing that I think Mm -hmm. Zoom is obviously hopefully set up enough that they can handle all the insane bandwidth that I'm sure they have coming like they never had before. I mean, the traffic, I mean, instantly being the number one app in the entire app store is pretty pretty wild. But it goes to show too, as a company, how important it is to constantly be thinking ahead Mm -hmm. in any way possible. Because if you're trying to build to be an agency that can handle certain types of work, or you're waiting for that opportunity to get that perfect client. And then the perfect client comes along. If you're not even prepared for it in the first place, you're just going to throw away the opportunity. So it's so important to be thinking ahead. How can you actually, even in the midst of crisis, how can you continue to be prepared in advance so that when the opportunity comes along, like it did for zoom, so far it seems like they're running with it and this could be huge for them
1: huge i, I had my uh, my business mentor a few years ago told me that he said that um success lives where preparation and opportunity meet um and i just think that like this is an opportunity that not many people predicted <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know but i think it it's truly i think forget if it was i think josh said it but i think it's just an opportunity that like even though you didn't ask for it it's here and i think it's going to really allow a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs people just in general to like really even like i was thinking about it like even like organizations like uh churches and and things and people are starting to meet online like this and and I think it's just a really cool way to, to almost like force us to think of new ways that we can actually approach business, approach uh, meeting with people, approach like, I don't even know, just connection with humans, even mm-hmm. if it's not in person. I think it's and it's we were moving that way anyway. Um, but I think this is a really cool worldwide way currently that we're almost like forced to. And I think it's actually gonna be really cool to see who uh, embraces it and then like who actually implements this moving forward. Yeah, I mean, no question about it. This is just a golden age
0: to, or golden opportunity, I should say, to to put your brand out there in a time that everyone's just looking for something to do. Every piece of content that you're putting out on these various platforms and every message. And I think that if people... Have some extra money to be able to really throw into content creation and advertising in a digital form. Right now, it's a great, great time to do it because it's just going to be at an all-time high because people don't have anything to do. Right, and and the ones that I think continue to pump out a ton of stuff during this quote-unquote downtime, depending on the industry, are the ones I think that'll come out. The only ones that are surviving. Because they're showing up when everybody else was hunkering down, mm.
4: and and you look at you look at what companies are doing because there is a lot of great stories. I mean, I know we can get distracted by all the the negative stories out there, but there's a ton of companies. I mean, the one company in Australia that started the elderly hours, and then one company. And then everybody followed suit and started to do that. So you're seeing these great things. Now there's a lot of people that are going to be losing their jobs. They're going to be not being able to do their job, but now they go online, they go on LinkedIn, they go on social media and they see all these other companies that are doing great. And then they might say to themselves, I want to be part of that company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what is, what is, what is the company doing to show what you're doing during this time? And, that's what people are looking for right now is leadership, mm-hmm. and where they see the leadership, that's where they will follow. So mm-hmm. that's a good opportunity for companies to show not in a not in a sales way, but really just to, just show what what's going on and show the stories of everybody in the company and how they're dealing with this.
0: Yeah, and I think you know we'd be we'd be lying to ourselves if we don't realize that you know the reality is certain people are going to really really struggle with these kind of times and certain companies that you know there's nothing they can do but at the same time i think there is absolutely opportunity to at least just think about stuff and think about how you can innovate in these times how you can change things and adapt even these conversations there might be there might be companies that shut down their office but still keep their people and don't come back out of this going back to an office <laughs> and maybe that's a way that they that they actually can innovate with the way that they're doing things and whatever it is. But yeah, I think this whole thing's tricky because obviously no one really knows when everything eventually changes, but just try to uh, at least a little bit of encouragement to anyone that is watching, going through difficult times to just try your best to keep, keep your head above water, try to stay as positive as possible. Realize that this is an unusual circumstance, but if you can really think about it from the perspective of what you can learn what insight you can gain from this and attempting the best way possible to come out better. It, you might look back and be like, man, that was the worst time in business ever. But without that, it wouldn't be where we are at this point. So it's really just something to think about, but Mm
4: -hmm. yeah, but
0: that's going to kind of wrap it up and we'll uh, get back to work here at our, at our home offices. Any other, any other last thoughts?
4: I, I just have one one final thought for anybody that is kind of adjusting to this. When I went to when I first learned how to do this from home, there's a huge community of digital nomads that are out there that have been doing this for ten years. Uh, try to get some inspiration from them because they—they they, this is normal for them and kind of see how they're doing it. So that certainly helped me on different things. How I heard about different technologies, um, they're already setting the example. So try to try to look for some really good digital nomads and just kind of take some tips from them. how what they're doing.
1: Awesome. Well, good stuff. Chick Fil A is also still open, so everything's fine. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: So Not on, on Sundays. Flavors. And in and, chipotle, and out and chipotle, in and out? chipotle delivers right. once those that's places all you need plug, to know. <laughs> then we should be worried but everything's fine right now so yeah exactly it's yeah, great Could be better actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's people that are like this guy just just mute his mic now he's a little too popular <laughs> oh, <for that. laughs> all right well thanks as always for listening to the scaling creative podcast and uh comment tell us what you think and hopefully we'll get back to a little bit better video quality in our next one but hey at least we can do this folks Yes. Always look for the good if you can. Thanks for listening.